The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Talking Halos. I'm your host today, Jared Timms, and I'm joined alongside my co-host, my partner in crime, Nate Green. Nate, it's been a minute since we've had a little bit of an interview here. Yes. Joined by, of course, Taylor, you know you're getting it here. The world famous, world famous Taylor Blake Ward. How you doing, man? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Inter, uh, intergalactic superstar. <laughs> What's up, guys? Hey, well, I appreciate you jumping on and talking with us. It's been a, it's been a hot second. So thanks for thanks for talking with us. It's been uh, it's been crazy. I guess past week, week and a half, actually, probably like three weeks for you with uh, with Baseball America coming out and all that fun stuff. Talk to us about that. How's that? What was that experience like? It was fun. Um, you know, Baseball America reached out, asked me to do their top 30 prospects for the handbook, uh, do their angels chapter. Um, you know, there's a lot that goes into it, uh, talking to a lot of people in the organization, a lot of people outside of the organization and, uh, collecting a list and then, uh, writing it all together. That was the, the hard part. <laughs> so no, but it was fun. It was a lot of fun and, and very happy with the product that's going to be coming out with the handbook. Um, I think they're pre-order right now. So go ahead and 
pre-order the Baseball America Prospect Handbook. And, uh, yeah, I mean, just busy stuff. You know, weather sucks. Um, weather sucks out here, and and uh, just dealing with it. You're telling me I had to plow snow today, by the way. That's a, oh, that was what? Wow. one of the first times for me. Oh, a goodness. I enjoyed and you, you And you survived. I did. I did. We had like four <laughs> inches, and I had to go plow. I had to go push it out of the driveway. So I, I had to shovel yesterday. So enjoy I yourself. That. Nah, it, it's not bad. Nate, I didn't forget about you. How you doing? Are you excited no. to talk to you? Of course, the world famous Taylor Blake Ward. We have to get him uh, hyped up on here because nobody else will. So that's <laughs> our man. job to hype him up, right? My man. <laughs> Taylor, tell tell everybody before we get going where they can follow you, where they can find, where you can find, they can find your work. You have a book also that's that's still out there. Tell us everything, you know, where they can purchase that book too. Yeah, uh, on Twitter at Taylor Blake Ward. Uh, you can find some of my work, Baseball America, Angels Win. Uh, working with the Sporting Tribune right now uh, with Arash Marchese and uh, good stuff. And if uh, you're interested in the book, it's The Life of Bob Fontaine Jr. He signed uh, Tony Gwynn, Ozzie Smith, uh, basically the whole O2 Angels team. My man, all right. All right. And uh, you can find that available on Amazon or other joints. Plus it's signed. Plus it's no signed kid. by... by- but I can't read it. It looks like Taylor Ward. Taylor Blake yeah, Ward? That's probably my assumption. <laughs> <laughs> Go get the book. Go get the book. Gotta have some fun with you there. So um, you mentioned it. You, you you listen and sometimes watch this podcast, which is pretty cool. I enjoy when I get some feedback from you on this stuff. You you like the the uh, rapid fire, so I'm going to hit you with some <laughs> rapid fire here, man. Okay. Um, let's let's do it. Do a best baseball movie. Uh, League of Their Own. Ooh, that's a good one. I like that. Oh, uh, you were a catcher. What was your pop time? <laughs> Weak. Uh, <laughs> what? That's, uh, That's so unfair. Let's see. No, probably, um, probably peak. Probably like a two-one-two-two. It's not too bad. That's not too bad. I mean, not Logan O'Hoppy one-seven. That's out there, but twos. Twos is good. Twos probably is good. twos. Yeah, I, I, uh, <laughs> not fast enough. <laughs> um, you've done a lot of reporting in your time. What is uh? What's your favorite interview you've ever done? Hmm. Eric Ibar um, doesn't speak a ton of English. Um, not totally open to interviews in English, um, but we got chatting about some things in Spanish and English, and he was uh, accommodating. So that was really cool. Um, just talking to the kids. I like talking to the kids a lot, the prospects, the high schoolers. Uh, but, yeah, I think just self, self-pride, um, Eric Ibar, getting him into a deep discussion. Yeah, I can imagine that seems like a this seems like a fun one for sure. Um, favorite flavor seeds? Oh, uh, I'm not a seed guy. Ooh, not yeah. a seed guy. All right. What about get? Are you Gatorade guy? Because that was another one of my questions. Favorite flavor Gatorade? So when people ask what flavor or color, I just say whatever you grab. Um, Gatorade. I, I'm a zero sugar Gatorade guy. That's fine. I like zero so sugar. It's I'll, not go, too bad. I'll go zero sugar, and because uh, if you can't tell, I'm getting a little excess and. Um, yeah, I would go with that. You're just shoveling snow. You're fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> snowplow just drove by, literally. If you saw me wave, that was a snowplow. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, what glo- what kind of glove do you use? Uh, I have mixed around. Uh, I was a Wilson guy because uh, that was our family name. was Will- or My mom's maiden name was Wilson. And then I moved to Rawlings. And right now, I am a 44 Pro guy. Uh, I got my third glove coming in, hopefully, in uh, less than a week. That's sweet. Love 44. I'm not a sponsor ever. Will probably ever be, but I love 44. Yeah. Um, what, what about bat? What kind of bat did you use? Louisville. Always Louisville. 
strictly. And you were uh, Beezer bats too when you played, so uh, you probably were were crushed. So those were unfair. Yeah, the unfair bats. So always. All right. Well, that's that's fantastic to hear. I, I'm I'm glad we were able to throw off a little rapid fire there for you. And, uh, but always fun for everybody. So I've got a question question of the day before we get into some international signings, which I know you and I both um, were very very much so in on and like we we. Th- you know, we, we, we have our own opinions. We haven't actually, me and Nate haven't really given our opinions on it. So I'm excited to give our opinions here too. Um, but question of the day, more so for Taylor here, what do you value more a, an offensive, a hitting prospect, a position player prospect, or a pitching prospect, especially looking at what the angels have done lately with the development of pitching compared to their development of hitting hitters, just everyday players. Um, Pitchers break, pitchers are volatile, and that's, you know, that goes for everyone. Um, you know, Jacob DeGrom, best pitcher in the game right now, has been battling injuries for a while now. It's it's always going to be a hitter for me, um, especially a premier position hitter, uh, whether it be a shortstop or a catcher or a center fielder. Um, but if you can hit, you're going to be in the majors, and that's the way I'm going to look at it. The hit tool is always going to be number one for me. Absolutely. I, I, I agree, though, with what the Angels are doing recently, and Nate has talked about this many of times, I wanted the Angels to take the I always wanted the Angels to take the Cubs route and just go draft as much hitting as humanly possible. They've kind of switched that up, gone gone on the pitching side of stuff. And we've seen them actually make some trades with pitching <laughs> a lot lately to get offensive pieces. You know, the Renfro trade this offseason, the Ursh, Ursh, uh, Gio Urshela trade. Um, you know, we saw Hidalgo go where they are. They're talking with, about Gary Sanchez. I don't know how true that is, but you'd have to assume some pitching is probably going to be included in something like that as well. Uh, free agent. Oh, was it free agent? Oh, yes. I thought it was. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 I, I, that's on me. I had, I had to help you real quick. Yeah, no. Before I, you started I, you guys, going down that rabbit trail. each other like, what is this guy talking about? Yeah, no, we, we were. Agent. That makes more sense then. I was, I was thinking he still had a year with the twins, so that changes my opinion on a lot of things there. And I, yeah. my bad guys. Look, now it doesn't even look like I know what I'm talking about. I swear I do. Right, man. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting thing to talk about. I don't disagree with you though, Taylor. I think that it's always going to be offensive guys. Those guys play can play 162 games compared to a pitcher who you're getting 30 starts out of. So Nate, I don't know if you have a different opinion. I, there. I was just going to say you don't have any position players playing 162 games. Um, I, I still like drafting pitching. Like, I, I think that the longer you wait on pitching, if you go and get pitching in free agency, like those are the guys that are more likely to break because the teams have used and abused them for six, seven years and just kind of thrown hundreds and hundreds of innings under their belt. And you can kind of go get hitting anywhere. And I think every team is always in desperate need of pitching. So I would rather get pitching and use the pitching to go get hitting if I need to. Um, but that's just me. Yep. Yeah. No. I'm going to just, just for my own sake, this is my opinion. <clears throat> I actually like getting free agent pitching. Um, the guys might not have the hundred miles per hour that they didn't when they were 20 or whatever it is. But I, I feel like, Pitching is so mental and such a a body mental. You you have control of your body more as you get older. You're stronger. Um, you have a concept of how to get guys out because you've been doing it for years. So actually, I think pitchers blossom when they're about 27, 28. And uh, I really think that pitching when when you're older, uh, it doesn't have to be a 35 year old, but but the guys that are 20. Seven to thirty-three. Those are the guys that I actually really think are the ones that are valuable. I think the free agent market is really the way to go to when it comes to pitching. I know they say, uh, you know, buy hitters, build pitchers, but I'm a little backwards on that. <laughs> I mean, 
it's a it's a topic of discussion why i yep. brought it up with like not to you know gloat or anything with such great minds on this podcast right now taylor you're really smart nate you're smart myself smart as well so i i thought it was kind of an interesting question and i'm sure we could you know discuss this all day but i do want to get into international prospects because that was a big deal over the past weekend uh angel signed i believe 18 uh prospects a lot of 16 17 year olds um taylor i'm gonna actually kind of let you in a sense take this way i'm gonna i will like you know name off the names here and we can kind of go over a little scouting report on each um maybe what you saw and if you have a figure for them or anything like that and if you don't have a report on them which i know we don't have a report on quite a few guys it, it, it is what it is because you know, that's 16, 17 year olds. You don't, we don't hear a whole lot about some of these guys. So um, off the bat, give us a couple, not like legal rules, but rules that you kind of live by when it comes to the international signing period. And by that, I mean, like, remember these guys are 16, 17 year olds. They may never make it out of, you know, the islands. They may never come stateside, that type of thing, Taylor. Yeah, I mean, you have a bonus pool, and you can't go over your bonus pool, and it's allotted by base by Major League Baseball. It's dictated by that, and it's based on your market and, and how you do things. There are penalties for signing certain free agents. That, you know, the Angels did lose five hundred thousand in, in their market this year because of the Noah Syndergaard signing. Um, so you, you date back. You know, next year they'll lose it for uh, the Tyler Anderson signing. Um, yeah, it, it, you know, these guys are age sixteen and above. On the international scale, uh, it gets a little tricky when you get into Asia and, and Japan and Korea a little bit on age differences. But for the most part, you know, you, you can sign them for any dollar within your pool. If, if you decide you only want one player and you sign them for your whole bonus pool, that's that's on you. I believe you can get guys for 10000 or under and it doesn't go to your pool. And I may be mistaken on that, but I believe that's what it is. Um but yeah, you're you're moving your funds around trying to, to capitalize on the international market because it is an open market similar to free agency. Um, it's an amateur free agency, essentially. And, you know, a lot of guys make decisions and, and agree to verbal contracts when they're about 13, 14 years old. I would say 15, but usually they're verbally committed to that point. Uh, those verbal commitments can change all the way up to signing that piece of paper and that contract. But for the most part, you know, most of these guys had agreements when they were 13, 14 years old. And there's a lot of uh, discrepancy about that. Um, a lot of people um, will argue a lot of things that are uh, morally morally okay with that or, or immorally okay with that. But that's just the way that the business is. Um, a lot of people want to go to a draft, which is fine. But at the same time, it, it is what it is for now. And until we get to that international draft, which it seems like the owners are really wanting to push on that uh, envelope. Um, but until we get to that, this is where we're at, is you use your bonus pool and you have agreements in place and those contracts have been agreed upon years in advance. So the guy that may have been the best prospect when he was 14 years old uh, may not be that same guy when he's 16. And, and that $30,000 kid that you signed, you agreed to when he was 14, 15 years old, now he's 17, um, he's grown and, and he's a different player than he is. And that's where we see a lot of the differences between the top of the prospect rankings to the bottom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and to get into the angels a little bit more this year, uh, didn't sign anybody over a million dollars, which is, I feel like a little bit uncommon for a lot of teams. You see at least maybe one or two guys get that million dollar mark. The angels didn't do that this year. Um, what was your thought on, on that and just the angels itself this uh this international signing period that's going to continue to go on by the way for those listening it goes on until next december so um it can continue to continue to roll out there 
Yeah, I mean, it's a new um, scouting department down there uh, as of last last year. Um, so a lot of these agreements were, were changed. Uh, you even talk about when Perry Manassian first came in before Brian Parker joined the organization in 2020 for the 22 market, uh, not for this 23 market, but for the 22 market. So a, a lot of things change. A lot of the top guys uh, are agreed somewhere else. Um, we've talked about it before. I even think on this podcast, you know, with it being an open market, um, you go to Europe, you're going to see Yankees hats. You go to Cuba, you're going to see Marlins hats. You go uh, anywhere west, you're going to see Dodgers hats. So there is an unfair advantage to being a really popular team uh, universally, worldwide, to having a little bit of advantage in this market. San Diego, one of those right now, too. Um, so it, it does kind of come along with that. Um, some of the Angels did this year that they haven't done in the past was spread their funds pretty heavily. You know, you talk about the top of the market, and we, we saw it a few years ago, Trent DeVoe, um, Alexander Ramirez, Adrian Placencia, Deshaun Knowles, uh, you know, the list goes on and on, um, didn't spread their funds as much. Even last year, you look at uh, Nelson Rada and uh, Randy DeJesus, right? Those guys signed for a combined two or three million right and let's i don't remember what the pool is but if you say it's five million that gives you two million to work with after that and i know the two hundred thousand of it was saved and eventually went to uh, edgar carroll and obviously edgar carroll one of the top prospects in the organization at the moment so yeah the way that the angels kind of moved their funds around this year was more the interesting item and being able to get 10 to 12 six-figure guys guys above a hundred thousand uh, was really impressive. Even if you don't have that million-dollar guy, that seven-figure guy, you have a lot of a quantity of projects. And essentially, all these guys are projects. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily call them prospects. Some of maybe at the top of the market, some of them are, but uh, a lot of projects. So you you built a little bit more depth. Something Angels that's a big word for the offseason is depth. I think that's more what the Angels did with this market. Is they didn't go for the superstar. They went to build the depth of the miners. And that's what a lot of these six-figure guys are going to be doing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I liked it, Nate. I know. Do you want to give your thought on this? I know we kind I, of. Did, I was just going to say, Taylor. We we talked about this uh, the last podcast. Kind of, what is your thought on on mm. this? Would you rather be that team that says, "Hey, we're going to go spend, you know, five million on our two guys," or would you rather go and get fifteen guys and <clears throat> and hope one or two of those guys hit? Because we talked about it too, like. We, we actually looked at all the top international free agents over the last, I don't know, 10 years or wh- whatever it was. And most of those guys, the guys that are the elite players, the all-star levels, they were not at the top of the, those lists. They were, some of them weren't even on these lists. So we just, what do you think? It depends on the guy. Um, I mean, there are guys you're confident in, right? Vlad Guerrero Jr. Of course. Um outlier right i mean he is the outlier he is but you knew from a young age what his talent level was and what he could become so um it's really an outlier if you have an opportunity at what you believe is going to be a superstar you really truly believe this is going to blossom into a superstar absolutely i'm spending that money i'm taking that chance um but if i don't have that confidence and that belief that firm belief snowplow um if i don't have that firm belief in that I think what the Angels did was smart. Um, and like you said, a lot of these guys, when they're 14, they're different from when they're 16, so they're different when they're 18, different when they're 20, every you know, two, three-year gaps, um, they're going to change. And some – like uh, I'll use Trent DeVoe as an outlier, right? Um, supreme athlete, outrageously gifted athlete. Um, you knew that he was going to be fast. You knew that he was capable of defending well. 
I have to have confidence in major league tools. And, and speed is a tool. Speed is absolutely a tool. Defense yeah. is a tool. But I would much rather spend money on a hit tool or control, ability to throw strikes, or a supreme fastball that I have confidence is going to be a reliever. So I would spend my money on huge major league tools. Um, but if that's something I don't have confidence in, I'm going to spread my funds the way the Angels did. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And this is something also that I brought up last podcast, that the Angels went out and got like one good thing at like every spot. Like Den, uh, Denzer Guzman was the best pure hitter in the class last year. Uh, Nelson Rada was was the best athlete you you would have to argue one of the best hitters and pure hitters in the, yeah. in the class. I mean, like Nixon Encarnacion coming out of the DR was one of the best pitchers coming out of the DR had one of the best fastball. So they went out and they like pinpointed one of the best things, you know, they, they've done that well. So um, let's get on to, you know, the 2023 class. I'll kind of go down it. If you can, you know, just give a little insight on each player uh, mm-hmm. on what, you know, what, you know, what you might know and such like that. So um, Brian Martinez infielder out of the Dominican Republic. Yeah, um, and, and all these things are I, – obviously, I'm not in the Dominican. I haven't seen any of these guys in person, so it's a little trickier. Um, but Brian Martinez, athletic uh, middle infielder, probably too big for, for shortstop or second base. He's probably going to move over to uh, to third base. Uh, but he, he's a left-handed hitter. He's got some power. Um, he's got a good chance to hit. Something the Angels focus on is ability to hit. Um, it, Brian Parker really establishing that – that marker of these guys really have to be able to hit and be able to locate. That's a, a very important thing for him. Uh, so Brian Martinez, a guy that's going to hit from the left side, power potential. Um, I don't know what he signed for, uh, but I don't, I, he was one of their six figure bonuses. I think lower tier ones. Baldo Soto. Uh, second baseman. Um, another guy, you know, the data. So, Soto's pitcher, right? So yes. you bought, I'm sorry, I was thinking of, uh, who was I thinking of? Oh, yeah, but yeah, you bought a Soto. Um, interesting guy, upper 80s fastball uh, as a 16-year-old. He's going to pitch this year as a 16-year-old. Um, good feel for his secondaries, a changeup and a, and a breaking ball. Um, so, you know, you're hoping for physical growth, and at 16 years old, like we said, the guy is 16, is going to be different when he's 18. Um, so you want a little more on the fastball, but ability to locate and a young pitcher. So very exciting. He was... Um, their top pitcher this year, I believe he signed for, uh, I want to say around 250000 roughly. Um, but, yeah, very talented, really good athlete as well, really good athlete on the mound. Top international prospect the Angels got this uh, season, Felix Morbell. Yeah, re- yeah, good chance uh, Good chance to play it short, stay it short. He's, he's pretty smooth in the infield. Um, size is kind of more the thing with him. He, he doesn't have really the ability to turn on the ball. He hits well. He, he can hit. It's just uh, how much power is really going to come, and is he going to have the ability to impact the ball enough to, to play at the next level, you know, continue playing at the next level. So uh, physical growth, big thing for him. Um, and uh, But, you know, a kid that, that's shown he can hit, uh, has done so as an amateur, shown uh, the data really suggested as well. Um, and a guy that can play shortstop for you. And I always believe, you know, playing shortstop, I, I talked about the hit tool and the fastball and everything from major league tools, playing shortstop and playing catcher. Those are major league tools for me. <laughs> Huge yeah. major league tools. Yep. Yep. Up the middle talents. We've talked about that. We've talked about it. So, uh, I'm going to butcher this name. Aniel Marquez. Marquez. I'm going through my tabs here. <laughs> Got to find my tabs. My bad. Um, I'm going off mine, so I'm not. Even yeah, Aniello Marquez, uh, left-handed hitting shortstop, makes a lot of contact. Has to get stronger. Um, good chance of staying up the middle. One of the bigger bonuses uh, this year. Um, definitely one of the bigger bonuses. Um, 
more or less um, uh, Felix Morabel light, I guess is the way I would put it. Um, definitely has to grow a little bit more than Morabel even to to really show the impact ability. One of my favorite guys in uh, in this draft, Victor Rodriguez, or not in the draft, but in the signing period, Victor Rodriguez. Victor Rodriguez. As, as I'm going through my notes, my apologies. I'm kind of running through everything. Um, Victor Rodriguez. Infielder out of the Dominican. I know. I'm I'm going through my tabs here. I've got my notes listed, and it's not uh, You're not good. playing. Um, this is a, actually the report I got on Victor Rodriguez. Um, very similar profile to Brian Martinez. Probably outgrows um, – Probably outgrows shortstop uh, or the middle of the infield. Um, really makes hard contact, some power projection. He's basically Brian Martinez from the right side. It's always it's always good to hear. Um, Oswaldo Patina Jr. That's the second baseman. That's the guy I was thinking of. Um, second baseman, um, small frame middle infielder, uh, likely plays second base. Good contact skills. Simple as that. And I think that's going to be repetitive through this. It's just guys that, that have the data from their amateur ranks. Uh, but good data. Good, uh, Good contact skills, has to continue growing, probably not a shortstop. I reported this guy as an outfielder, but I guess he's a right-handed pitcher, Junior Gonzalez. Yeah, Junior Gonzalez, converted outfielder. I remember him, uh, converted outfielder uh, to right-handed pitcher. Throws in the the mid-80s right now, but super athlete, really young and projectable. Um, Tall kid, lean, uh, high-waisted. Flashes a little bit of an off-speed pitch, um, but yeah, one of those projects here you'd be really excited about. Absolutely, Juan Flores, catcher out of Venezuela. Yeah, that, there's my guy right there. Um, one of the top, uh, and this was universal across conversations with with a lot of organizations. Is this is one of the top catchers in Venezuela? Might have been the top catcher in Venezuela. Um, power projection, surefire guy that's going to stick behind the plate. Good arm, good skills, uh, good lateral movement. Um, just depending how he hits, he might be the one outlier of, of maybe not as good a contact skills as the other guys. But, uh, like I said, he's a catcher. He signed for about $300,000. Um, big fan of Juan Flores. Absolutely. And I've seen him, I've actually seen some video on him catching fantastic behind the dish, very good receiver, especially for the age. So, um, outfielder out of Dominican Republic, Eduardo Espinal. Espinal, Espinal. I know I had a, we got you on that one. You might not if you don't if you don't like I said yeah I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm, expecting any any reports on some of these guys. I remember Espinal yeah. was one of the um, the top signings. He signed for about two hundred fifty thousand, roughly. Toolsy right-handed uh, outfielder. I, I remember now. He's um, just a lot of the tools, present tools. Um, you know, quit, he's fast. He can play defense. He can hit. There might be a little power in there. Some upside in the bat. So uh, yeah, uh, interesting guy. One of their top signings at around two hundred fifty thousand. Cool. And this might right here be the last report that you have. Uh, Brian Castillo, an outfielder. I think he was. Yeah, he, he was a big he was a big one. He was a big dollar guy. Um, I believe he signed for uh, it's pretty big money, around 500,000, actually. Um, second biggest signing of the class for the Angels. Really good athlete who flashes all five tools, has some power upside in there. Um, so, you know, you don't want to say a five tool player because he's flashing those tools. Uh, but a very exciting guy, probably one that. Um, I might even like above uh, Morabel at this point, um, but very exciting young man, great athlete, probably going to be able to play center. Um, and, and one of the guys I think I'm going to follow pretty heavily here. Yeah, absolutely. I've seen the swing. It's a nice swing for sure as well. So excited to see what he can do. Um, now, again, I don't have, expect you to have any reports here below this, but uh, Luis Hernandez, outfielder out of Venezuela. Um, I have a little, I, he's physical, it's kind of a smaller guy, quick, uh, nice swing at the plate. Um, might run into a little bit of power, nothing too crazy. Um, Brian Monte de, de Oca, I think, right-handed pitcher. You probably don't have anything on him. Big physical kid. 
Um, can be interesting to see what what they develop there. And then a couple of names that I think you and I and even Ben and um, you know everybody didn't have. So um, Samil Dishme, I think is how you say his name. Dishme. Um, <laughs> Rafael Medina, a catcher out of Panama. Very, I, I'm I like the Panama kids, by the way. Um, Javier Javier Castro, right-handed pitcher. He's a big physical kid as well. Um, and Eduardo Bolivar. Not sure <laughs> if you have anything on any of those guys, but uh, yeah, I got I got to ask. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really have a whole lot. Um, I do know that um, you mentioned two. Uh, Brian Monte De Oca, big kid, real <laughs> physical pitcher, real physical pitcher, uh, reliever type guy, kind of guy, and um. One of the catchers, uh, Bolivar, Eduard Bolivar, signed um, pretty cheap, uh, down, you know, uh, five digits, low five digits, um, and uh, just interesting, just interesting. But a catcher, uh, maybe a chance to stay a catcher. Absolutely, and and for those who are listening and watching, uh, if you want, you know, to know more um, as we move forward here, two signings are always happening throughout the year, so stay clued in on on both Taylor's uh, Twitter and mine as well, because we both report on these guys. Um, m- moving forward, though, last question before I before I let you go: um, There was supposed to be a big signing that the Angels had this uh, this international signing period. Um, might might probably move to the next next international signing period. I've been on him for a while; I absolutely love him, Joshua Lugo. What do you got on this kid? I know everybody was kind of asking about him too, so. All the tools, um, all the tools and ingredients. He looks like he could hit. He looks like he hit for power. Um, shortstop, he has the ability. Uh, it's just whether or not he grows out of shortstop, ends up being a third baseman, but really an excited kid. He's going to sign for uh, some big dollars, um, seven digits and some, uh, multiple seven digits. So, um, yeah, really exciting kid. And just something for the rest of the year. The Angels do have some funds remaining. Um, uh, so a, a chance at another six, uh, six digit kind of player moving forward. Um, no note on how much it actually is, but they do have six digits available. Um, we saw it last year. They got Edgar Carroll, uh, or two years ago, Edgar Carroll, very exciting guy. Um, so yeah, th- there's going to be some movement around and, and those are going to be, uh, keep an eye on, on the guys, especially those that are coming from Cuba. Um, but yeah, Joshua Lugo, um, very exciting young man. I think he has... He looks um, very much like um, the Astros' first baseman, who was a third baseman. No, it might have been. I can't remember. It's cu- it's it's cousin or brother. I can't. I, who's I the old? Who's brother. he? He's like thirty eight. Who's the guy in the Astros? He's like thirty. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he kind of reminds me of Guriel, um, mm-hmm. but maybe you know that now that he's younger, a chance to be a shortstop. So uh, that's the way I kind of see him. Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, and a relative of former top prospect DeWall Lugo, for those of you yeah. who know that, who that is. So, um, yeah, there is that there. Taylor, I appreciate you jumping on and talking with us, man. I, I got nothing else for you. I was going to bring up, you know, they might be looking at some guys from a certain other island down there, but you brought it up anyway. So look out for those Cuban guys because um, there are going to be quite a few um, that are going to be signing. Nate, you got anything else for Taylor? I was just going to say, Taylor, just for fun, first guy that makes it to the U.S. out of this group, guess, just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the I, I have to. I've got to look at the who's the oldest. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I'll say uh, I'll go the cheap route. I'll go more about. I'll go cheap route. The, the big dollar guy. Yeah, That's I don't fine. know. I mean, uh, it, it's really a crapshoot. Like you literally don't know. Like yep. even the guys that get one point five million, you don't even know if they're ever going to get over here. So I just you have the reports. Maybe there's one guy that kind of sticks out a little bit more than the others. 
Um, more so Morabel is more advanced. I, I would just say Morabel, maybe more advanced. But yeah, I, I just taking a guess. Absolutely a guess. Yeah, that's all Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. So Taylor, before we let you go, clue us in on everything where people can find your work. Twitter, the book, of course, I have it here. Yeah, in search of millionaires, life of a baseball gypsy available on Amazon. I think uh, twenty, thirty bucks, something along those lines. Um, <clears throat> life story of Bobby Fontaine Jr. Big, a uh, big part of the O2 Angels uh, when it came to signing players. Uh, Glaus, Percival, um, uh, Salmon, everybody, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. The only guys I think were Eckstein, and that was about it. Eckstein and some of the relievers. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, book's great. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Taylor Blake Ward. Going to have a lot of content. Um, I'm going to start a trend right now. We're going to call Denzer Guzman Zorro for the remainder of his career. He is Zorro. Zorro. Uh, that means fox. And uh, there's a reason for that. And we'll talk about that more. But um, yeah, go ahead and follow me. Just uh, follow my work, Sporting Tribune. And um, thanks for having me on, guys. Always a good time. Absolutely. And guys, don't forget, TalkingHalos.com fantasy baseball we didn't mention it enough i'm not going to make you play fantasy baseball with us taylor because you'd probably kick all our asses so um <laughs> with that being said follow myself on twitter jerry underscore tims nate at nate green 34 guys and thank you so much for listening have a great rest of your day everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.